Welcome back to Mom's Who Podcast. You're listening to episode number 17. I'm your host, Pamela Krista, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this because you, my friend, are in for a treat. Today we have my friend Joe Harris on the podcast, and Joe is so near and dear to me. She is so sweet, and she is a conversion copywriter and the founder of The Virtual Mama. She has written sales copy for multi six and seven figure businesses. And she works closely with brands that want to increase their revenue through strategic brand messaging. She is so amazing. I'm so happy to have her on the show. And trust me when I say that we don't even scratch the surface in this episode at all. She gives so much knowledge, so much wisdom, and I promise that you will be just as blown away as I was. So let's get to it. Hey mama, are you wanting to start or grow your podcast? Are you a busy mom running an online business and you enjoy small, actionable, bite-sized tips? Do you dream of having a business that flocks your ideal clients to you? If you answered yes, let's reconnect you with your why and take action with your dreams and give you the clarity that you crave. I'm on a mission to help you grow your online business through the power of podcasting. Each week, we'll dive into topics to help you feel more confident behind the mic and the tips, tricks, and tools that you need to help you grow your online business. I'm Pamela Krista, a blogger and website designer turned podcast manager and strategist, but I'm also a Jesus lover, a wife, and a mama to five. So friend, I know how valuable your time is. I promise you'll only get the good stuff here. This is Moms Who Podcast. Let's dig in. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you for having me, Pamela. I'm so excited to be here and talk about our topic today. I know, and I'm truly excited about this topic because it is something that I'm currently struggling with. So I know that I'm personally going to learn a lot from this episode. And I know that whoever is listening to this is going to as well. We are going to be talking about your email list and why it's so important and all the juicy stuff that goes along with that. So Joe, please introduce yourself and let us know exactly who you are. Yeah. So I'm Joe Harris. I'm a mom of three. I'm a work from home mom and I run two businesses from home with my husband. So we have our hands full. I'm a conversion copywriter and I also specialize in email marketing. So I offer these services to clients, but I also have resources that help service providers learn how to do it for themselves if they're not at a place where they can hire someone or they just don't want to. They want to learn how to do it for themselves. I have a ton of resources that help them do that. So I, I just, I love this. I, I'm a marketing nerd and I just love being able to serve other businesses, whether it's through trainings or through services so that they know how to win in their business. I love that. And you are truly so good at what you do. And that's why I'm so excited to have you talk about this topic. I know everybody's going to be so blown away. Okay. So I love to start with an icebreaker question. And so I want to know, Joe, what is your favorite food? What do you love to eat? Whatever that is, a snack or like food, like what's your, like, what's your favorite? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. Oh my God. Are you, are you like a pizza girl, a taco girl? I love pizza. I do love pizza. pizza. Me too. Me too. Whenever we meet in real life, we have to have okay. pizza together. I'm down. I love pizza. Yeah. Okay, so I, I love favorite? style pizza. <laughs> what's your favorite toppings? 
Ooh, pepperoni. Mine too. <laughs> that's, that's my go-to. And my kids are like, can we ever have cheese? I'm like, no, we have to have pepperoni. <laughs> same, same, same. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay. All right. So, okay. So email marketing. So I know the marketing part might sound scary, but let's just talk about like why why are sending emails to your audience like so important and specifically weekly emails? So us as podcasters and me, I like to send an email list once a week at minimum for a new podcast episode. So why would that be like so important? What makes that so important? In, oh in all my man, business? I have so much to say about this. I want to get on my soapbox. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> okay. Number one, you may like, okay, just like really ingrain this everyone in in your mind, you need to build a relationship with your audience that doesn't depend on an algorithm. Okay. Social media is amazing because it's a free way to market your business and find people. However, you don't own it. So you need to, you need to have a way that you can stay in touch with your audience that isn't going to be affected if something happens, right? If God forbid, faith, you know, Facebook shuts down. And let me tell you, I remember a time when it did, like I remember logging into Facebook and there was like an error for a while, like it, it blocked out, you know, and think, thankfully it's, it's back on, it's working now. Right. But we don't have control over those platforms as amazing as they are. And I use them. You don't want to depend your entire business on that. Okay. So right. you need to be able to funnel those people into your own marketing ecosystem, right? Where they're able to access your content apart from those platforms. So email does that. You have their address. You can contact them anytime you want. You have them in your back pocket as long as they're staying subscribed. And it's a very powerful way to nurture those people, okay, and build a relationship with them. So I would I would say at, at a starting point, that's, that's the number one reason why. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And speaking on that, so I believe I remember when that happened with Facebook, but Instagram had that happen mm-hmm. last year in what, I don't know, September or whenever. And Instagram was like totally down. People were having so many issues. And it's so scary that like a lot of people do rely on these platforms and it's mm-hmm. just, it's not sustainable. And so nurturing your email list is so important, not only for the fact that you own your list, but also to nurture them so that you can build a relationship with them. They can get to know you. They can get to know your business. So it's just, it's really, really important. And so going back to what I was saying a little bit ago, I love the idea of sending an email once a week, once I have a new podcast episode, but I don't know about you listening to this, but I don't like to spam my email list either. I don't want them to unsubscribe and I don't want to, I don't want it to be boring either. I don't want it to be like, Hey, new podcast episode, click here to listen, you know? So how can we, like, what tips do you have for us podcasters so that we don't bore them? Right. You know? Yeah, there's, there's a number of things. So the first one is that you really want to make it about your audience, right? You don't want to make it about the episode that you're sending out. But you want to make it about what is that episode, what problem is that episode going to solve in their life, right? And that's going to entice them because if you make it about just listening to your new episode, that's very easy to pass over if they have hundreds or even thousands, in my case, of unread emails sitting in their inbox. I'm putting myself on blast. You know, you really need to stand out. So you want to think about how you can make it about them, what they're going through in life and the problem that you're solving. So for example, if you're sending out, you know, you're going to send out this podcast episode about email marketing, 
So, you know, instead of just saying, hey, here's a new episode, click here to listen, you can make it all about the struggle that you're having that maybe they're also going through and how they can solve it, right? right? Maybe share some of the golden nuggets from whatever podcast episode that you're going to share and highlight those in the email so that they can feel like, oh, this is really giving me value. This is really going to solve a problem that I'm having. Yeah. And I love that. Actually, I feel like I have a pretty good picture now. So thank you so much. Inside of my program, which I'm like getting so ahead of myself, I'm going to have to do a training on this. So (laughs) you'll have to, you will have to keep, if you are, have been interested in my program, you will have to, you know, check that out. But I love that because so many times, you know, and I mean, I'm guilty of this too, of, you know, like, it's not all about me, but like, you know, it, it, it's it's hard to, it's kind of hard to make it about them sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's easy to just say, here, here, listen, this is going to help you. But we have to take that extra thought in that extra step to like, really think how is this going to benefit them? And I feel like that's so powerful. Absolutely. Yes. And I have something that I call audience hacking and copywriters probably do the same thing and just have a different, you know, we all have different names for things. I call it audience hacking. So where you really get to know your audience and how I say speak their lingo, you know, speak their language. And when you get to know your audience so well and you understand them, it's so much easier to make your emails and your content about them and focus on them. And I think that that makes a really huge difference. And, you know, learning copywriting, as a business owner can really help you do that because even if you're not offering it as a service, you're able to apply those same principles. And that's what copywriting is. You know, I'm a copywriter by nature and it's all about behaviors, learning people. So if you can learn your audience, you're going to be 10 steps ahead. Right. And also too, speaking to that, you can't let it overwhelm you. So for me personally, I used to have this happen before I pivoted into podcasting. I would only send when I, when I felt inspired, Mm -hmm. but I've really been trying this year to make sure that I'm sending them. So even if, however, regardless of how I feel, I'm still, it may, it's not going to be perfect and that's okay, but I'm still, I'm being consistent. And when you're consistent, you're going to get better. And when you get better, you're going to learn your audience. So that, that is really good. I love that. Yeah. And I think, you know, consistency is important. So this is what I always tell people. If you have a smaller list and it's burdensome to send an email out every week, then don't send an email out every week. Send it twice a month or once yeah. a month. But exactly. choose a frequency that's that's workable for you that you can stick with and live with. And that's going to encourage you to keep going. And then in the future, you can increase it from there. But it's so important to have a plan. And even consider batching your emails in advance, right? Instead of waiting to do it last minute, yeah. those those tips can really help you. Yeah. And and I know I said weekly, you know, at the beginning of this episode, that's just what I do. And yeah, same. Yeah. And so if you're listening to you're like, I don't want to do that, then that's totally fine. It, it's, it's your business. You can do it like Joe said, twice a month or even once a month, you can do a roundup of all the episodes if you want, but you still have to make sure that you're, you know, hitting those points and including your audience and taking them along that journey. So just know that like you can do, you can, it's just important to stay consistent, but you can do what's doable for you. Yes, absolutely. And I love that idea of a roundup. Yeah. A month. Like, if work you're, on that. <laughs> yeah, you, totally. Because if you're someone, you know, anyone out there who maybe it's overwhelming to send out an email a week, do a, a, a roundup once a month or twice a month. I, I'm subscribed to someone 
who does that. They send out two emails a month and they do kind of like a roundup style. And I look forward to their emails. So that's a great option. Yeah. And they, that might also build, like, like you said, you look forward to it. That might build anticipation. Like, Ooh, I haven't seen Joe's email in a while. Like what's going on? And then, and then she comes in with us like, Oh, there it is, you know, and it's different every time. And yeah, that's a great option as well. I love, I love a good roundup. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so are, do you have any tips for, let's talk about subject lines. Like I struggle with this so bad and I know that our listener might struggle with it as well. So how can we, how, like what tips do you have to write headlines to get them to actually click on our email? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have some good tips. So I can't wait. (laughs) I have some really good (laughs) ones. Yeah. So first of all, understanding that your subject line is like a headline, right? Yeah. It's the first thing that people see when your email is in their inbox. So you need to write it like a headline. It needs to be relevant, number one, to your topic because you don't want clickbait. That's that's really bad because if you have this enticing headline that's unrelated to your email, what are they going to do? They're going to get frustrated and possibly unsubscribe, right? They're not going to trust you. Yeah. the next email. So you want to make it relevant and also make it focused on the reader. So find a way to make it enticing and catch their attention and think outside of the box, right? It doesn't have to be like, you know, if it doesn't have to be something like, oh, you know, here's another episode of email marketing tips. It could be something like really juicy and interesting, like, um, you know, learn, you know, are are you, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I can't think of something <laughs> off the top right now, but just something that's like really related to a problem that they're having yeah. or something they're going through and just thinking outside the box of like how you can make it interesting and then just make sure that it ties into your email. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. And so do you use any like outside sources? I know there's a pro- like a lot of talk about, you know, AI and chat GPT, do you use any of that? Or do you personally just just think about it and take that, you know, take that a step further and just try to really relate to your audience instead of like relying on that? And how do you feel about AI, by the way? Let's talk about that too. After after we talk about the headline, (laughs) let's get the AI thing out of the way. So (laughs) I've tried it. It didn't work out for me. Okay. So I don't use it. I'm not against people who use it. And I also want to say this, I don't think that it's going to replace copywriters i don't know oh, yeah, i don't <laughs> think put so. all that out there um yeah. if it's something that you want to use in your business and it works for you great i've tried it i didn't i didn't care for it maybe i'll change my mind in the future but as of now i don't so everything that i write is original yeah and as far in, as inspiration what i do is i have something called a swipe file so that's some a copywriting term of pretty much just like a folder where you save things that you like that are either good examples, things that you want to inspire you, or bad examples of things that you don't want to yeah. replicate. So I actually have an entire email account for my swipes. And when I get an email that I really like and I want to save it, I forward it to that email oh, account. Well, that's so smart, Joe. <laughs> that's so <laughs> smart. <laughs> yeah. And I also, if there's certain people who I, I do want to like, be on their list, but I just don't want to get their emails like every day. So I subscribe under that email account. And when I'm ready to go through them, I log into that specific email and I go through them all at once so that my inbox doesn't get too full because it it can get really crazy. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, I l- I'm literally going to have to do that because you should. that can literally just take the guesswork out of it. And you can just, and it's not about copying either. It's just inspiration. So you can just get inspired by, by some, that's amazing. I love that. I'm going to share with you a little tip. Okay. Because the thing that I love about copywriting is that it's okay to use your, in- to use inspiration around you as long as like you're doing it in a way that like you said, you're not copying someone's work. I've heard, yeah. I forgot who said this, but there's a quote that says, you know, the best copy that you'll write is in your audience's head, right? So at times oh. it might be something that you're, someone in your audience said, and you might end up using that as a headline and it's okay to do that in copywriting. Now, as far as like formulas, here's a, a little hack. If you start signing up for emails outside of your industry, email list outside of your industry. Okay. It could be any industry, but just make sure that it's like they have really good marketing. So yeah, if it's a clothing line or maybe, you know, kids line, food, anything, anything yeah. right, outside of your industry, sign up for their email list and pay attention to the emails. If you find something that really draws your attention, you can use that kind of as a formula and make it your own and use it in your business. I do that at times and it's really helpful. There's times where I'm listening to a sermon and I get inspired by a word that I heard in the sermon and I'll write it down in my swipe file. Matter of fact, that happened to me on Sunday, Joe. I, and I, I, yeah. And I, I didn't write it down, which I need to start like taking my actual, like, you know, notebook, but yeah. I'll, I'm going to have to rewatch the service. But sometimes we just get inspired by yeah other, uh, like other stuff. So that's, I love that you do that too. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I have a whole, you know, note section in my phone. That's yeah, like, oh, I, I call do. it like, yeah, like my little, I should have used that but you I, should. you know, kids are running around and you know, what have I you. understand. <laughs> no, yeah. I get it. It's, it's hard to keep track of all the things sometimes, but I, when I hear something, I try my best if I'm able to, to write it down. I know, you know, sometimes it's just not possible, but if you can, yeah. it just helps. Yeah. I, I know there's a particular pastor that I listen to and his vocabulary is just wonderful. I, I he uses such a wide array of language that I don't hear every day. And I get yeah. so many gems that I can like instill in my copy. And the great thing is he's not like a copywriter that I'm copying from, right? He, he's a, oh. he's a preacher. Yeah. So nobody's going to think that I'm like copying anyone. I'm just using it as inspiration in my right. work. And that's the value of looking outside your industry. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good. And I honestly like my pastor, he he does the same thing like with his work. He's just so good at words. Yeah. And man, I just I love that guy. And he he's so good at I mean, not only the sermons, but just instilling me with, you know, just inspiration and of course information. And yeah. It's so awesome. I love that. That was really good, Joe. That was a great tip. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Okay. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, this sounds great, but like, I, mm. I still feel a little stuck. Where, where would you suggest they start? Like, how do they, how do they get started with this? If they want to like dive deeper into, you know, writing better copy for their emails? Oh yeah. Well, you can use copywriting formulas. So the first thing I would say is if you really struggle with this and you want to get really good at it, learn copywriting because honestly, yeah. It's going to make you a better marketer for your own business. So as a business owner, even if you're not looking to offer copywriting as a service, it's still going to help you significantly. Okay, I've heard of even like people in the farming industry learning copywriting and increasing their revenue that way. Like it's it's a really, really useful skill. So learn the basics of copywriting. Even if you don't deep dive into it, learn the basics. And I have a free class I can share with you later that can help them get started 
but learn learn some of the copywriting formulas out there and use that as a starting point. So for example, one of my favorite <laughs> copywriting formulas, I don't use it as much anymore, but in the beginning I used it all the time and that's PAS, it stands for Pain Agitation Solution and any copywriters listening to this are rolling their eyes because it's just like, you know, such a common thing, but if you're new to copywriting, you don't know about this, right? Yeah, so, I didn't know about this. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> so it's going to help someone, okay? Oh yeah, for sure. So what you do with these formulas, and there's a ton of them out there, okay? And I, I do talk about these in my free copywriting class. I share about three or four of them. But what you do is, okay, pain agitation solution. So you write that out on your document that you're writing on, and you start out with the pain point, right? So pain, talk about, start the email talking about a pain point, address a pain point, then agitate it, and then help them solve it. And it could be giving them some value, some actionable tips, or it could be sharing a link to your podcast episode yeah. that's going to solve that problem, right? But that's a way that you can easily get started without overthinking. Yeah, I love that. That's really, really amazing. I will definitely link that in the show notes because that is super helpful, knowing their pain and then yeah. being able to solve that with the content that you provide. So that's really, really helpful. And also too, if you're not able to like invest in like a true copywriting course, which we're going to talk about Joe's in just a moment, just going back to that, that swipe folder is like gold. Like yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. I would not base your entire like marketing strategy off of this, but for sure. I feel like that would help you as you're beginning for mm -hmm. sure. For sure. Okay, Joe. So let's talk about your course. Let's talk about Copyland first. First okay. of all, I love the name. Yeah. So let's talk about Copyland and then also just where they can find you if they want to learn more about, about you and where they can follow you and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I, I would love to share about that. So Copyland is a step-by-step -step copywriting course. It's like if you want to learn all the ins and outs of copywriting, but you're not necessarily a marketer or a copywriter, and maybe it seems like it could be overwhelming, then this course is perfect for you because I really created it for copywriters and non-copywriters because I wanted to make these principles accessible to other business owners. I know how much it can help their business. So it's a step-by-step -step course. I open enrollment twice a year. And if you're interested in learning more, you can go to thevirtualmama.com slash copyland. It will give you some information and take you to the wait list. But that's really like my signature course where I teach literally everything that I do for my clients with copywriting so that you can replicate it for your own business. And if you want to offer it as a service, then I teach you how to do that too. Yeah, I love that. And I cannot wait to to take it for one, because I, I do have it and I cannot wait Yay. to dive in. I'm excited. And yeah, and also too, and I know I've mentioned this a few times already, but Joe is actually partnering with me in the Moms Who Podcast yes. Blueprint program. And so she's going to be providing even more value and it's going to be so exciting. So that's another way that she is going to help you with copy as well. If you're interested yes, in that. Yes. Um, and then, so Joe, where can they find you? So my website, thevirtualmama.com is really my hub where you can, you know, find all the things, all my freebies, resources, blogs, and all the things. I update my blog and I have a lot of really good in-depth resources on there. So thevirtualmama.com and that's mama, M-A-M-A. And I'm on Instagram as well at the virtual mama. And I have a Facebook group. You can actually get to the Facebook group by just going to my website. And when you look on the homepage, I have a link there that takes you there and also on my Instagram bio. So very easy to get to. And if you are interested in getting super serious 
about your email marketing. I have something that you're going to be so excited about, Pamela. I shared a little bit about this opportunity with you, but I have an upcoming course called List Lingo. And it's an affordable, comprehensive course for anyone that wants to learn how to start their email list from scratch and get their first 500 subscribers. I'm like really, really pumped about this. So for anyone who listened to this episode and they want someone to like hold their hand through the process of creating the lead magnet, growing their list and figuring out how to actually write the copy that's going to get their subscribers interested, you can go to thevirtualmama.com slash list lingo and you can learn more about it there and join the wait list. Yeah. And I'm, I'm personally so excited about that. And so if they're listening to this and let's say they have like 50 to a hundred subscribers, would this still be for them as well? Definitely. Definitely. This will help you because the thing is sometimes we go into it and we're DIYing everything Uh and you know, Yeah, like we might not know if the blueprint we followed was right. So this can help you actually optimize your existing funnel, your existing email marketing strategy. So if you're still kind of like struggling with it, this course is really going to help you. And it's super comprehensive. I created it for people who are not marketing savvy, who are not tech savvy, but they do want to learn how to engage their audience and grow their business through email. This is like made for them because I'm making it simple very easy to follow. Yeah, I love that. And a few of my students right now actually are like, what do I do as a freebie? And I'm like, I I mean, I I can help you all day long, but this is going to be gold for them because they're going to get those strategies for the lead magnet as well as growing their email list, which I can help with those things too. But it's better to, (laughs) you know, that's why I have her inside of my program because she's an expert in this and I'm not, I mean, I can help you, but is it the right way? I don't know. But you know, (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, like yeah. Joe said, sometimes we're just duct taping things along, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm so excited to help your people with this. I know that, you know, we all have different areas of expertise. And when we come together and help each other, it's just so much better because everyone's operating in their gifting and in their strength. And we're able to lift each other up in that way. Yeah, that's so true. And that's so good. Joe, thank you so much for this conversation. It was so good. I know that the listener is going to get so much value from this. So Thank you so much. Can't not wait to have you back already. So thank oh, you. Thank you for having me. I really hope that everyone listening got a ton of value. And please feel free to connect with me. Say hi if you liked the episode. Yes. Let me know if you have questions. I'm, you know, super happy to answer your questions and just say hi. Yeah, I am too. And tag us on Instagram. Let yes. us know that you're listening. And I'm at Pamela Krista. She's at the Virtual Mama. But yeah, thank you so much, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you feel this blessed you in your business in any way, please share this with a friend who you know would love this. Also, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is the number one way to say thank you and the only way that I know you're loving the show. Plus, it encourages me to keep going. Please don't forget to also follow this podcast by hitting the plus icon up at the top so that you're notified when new episodes are available. Lastly, come on over to our Facebook group where you can get more information about podcasting get inspired, network, and connect with other podcasting moms. Head to PamelaKrista.com slash community and head to PamelaKrista.com to see how we can work together. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. I'll chat with you soon, friend.